0: All right, hi, welcome to another edition of Project 40, the podcast. And this is the astrology edition where I get the opportunity to speak to my favorite astrologers. And today I'm with Demetrius, and I'm so excited to have you with me.
1: Thank you. you. Great to be here.
0: And so, yeah, so what's up right now? What are you feeling like in terms of we have such crazy, crazy energy going on in the world right now and everyone's like, what's going, what's happening in the stars and why is all of this happening right now? And how do you explain it? Not that I expect you to explain all of it, but just like, how do you feel when people come to you with those questions right now?
1: Well, you know what's interesting. I would part of me, part of me, but the quote unquote bad pun here, minority of me would want to explain that there is a lot in play from my perspective um, as an astrologer this year. So I'm sort of not surprised where we are, just a little bit past mm. the middle of the year. Um, this first, I think, full yeah, this first full week of July with uh, Dallas and Minnesota and plenty else that I'm. I'm not even sure. I, I, mm-hmm. Part of me doesn't want to wrap my head totally around, or at least not yet. Exactly. I think there is a lot brewing, um, and has been sort of held, I don't know if I can say at bay or arm's length, or I don't know what the right
2: mm-hmm. comment
1: or cliche phrase would be, but I think there's a way um, a lot of people have put in, I used to call them orders when I first started studying astrology, and, and I, and and in tandem was going vegan and, and looking at a lot of esoteric things including mm. numerology,
2: cool.
1: and this idea of intention and what we ask for um, to see in our lives a uh, little bit different than the secret and all that but certainly uh, yeah. overlapping Yeah. Uh, uh, some of uh, some of that I think a lot of those things now are ready to show up mm-hmm. um, depending on how in tune or how uh, timely they are. But now I feel like in the second half of the year, a lot will show itself and be realized or not realized and so on. Of course, we have another big election in the world. Um, I'm not an international politics person per se. Slowly I get pulled in because I love mundane astrology, although that's not my Ah. uh, (laughs) primary claim to fame or bent. But I like this idea that we can – I don't know if look ahead, but peek ahead and consider what's ahead uh, for a city of, uh, you know, Minneapolis mm-hmm. or the state of mm-hmm. New York or the U.S. government or uh, Apple computers, uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly we can for our apartment building or our right or and such these are energies and entities that have charts
2: mm-hmm. maybe
1: we can get them maybe we, we we do not as far as you know the specific day and time um even sometimes i feel like the sun sign gives us something right to riff off how it hits our chart or connects to our chart and uh Possibly vice versa. There's more information about plants. I, even though this week is very uh, disturbing, yeah. I think for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I've got the word I want there.
0: Yes. I,
1: I do also think there are a lot of good things that are and great things that are coming in this latter half of 2016. hmm I think the whole year has always been messy, and Mm -hmm. I think is bringing some of us to uh, deep tears, Mm to our uh, literal knees, and certainly proverbial. So I think there is a way, um, I grew up uh, with a Christian, although ironically non-denominational faith, so uh, kind of overlapping with study astrology, kind of not. Mm -hmm. So there's a way I'm always interested in literal rain storms uh coming which may or may not be happening here in new york still today <laughs> uh, or the part of new york city where i'm at this uh things about redemption and rinsing away and clarity and just yes. because it's summer yeah cool things down yes. tempers and um you know mars of course is still going forward and if it's scorpio people like to say that's vengeful but uh i, I think vengeance to me belongs to Libra more than Scorpio
0: oh yeah how so
1: um I think Scorpio energy in my and certainly Scorpio sun people in my finding Mm -hmm. it has to be really something if they're going to invest the energy yes in some sort of retribution or, quote, revenge.
0: True.
1: I think they understand revenge better than, say, Libra, probably better than the 11 signs as a general archetype.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think they also know how much energy and time that costs. hmm And so I think instead we get this uh, somewhat common phrase, I think it's common, you're dead to me. They divest of the energy of yes. their time. It, right. and move on.
0: That's, that's I think they certainly can
1: obsess. Yeah. There's something self-protecting and also uh, <laughs> maybe of the, <laughs> the other, others <laughs> for they not to engage yeah. for the most part. Or, or, or yeah. they know when and when not uh, in, in anyone's favor uh, right. to engage. I think Libra, uh, uh, this, right, this other expression of Venus, at least for me, is uh, Pluto, uh, uh Scorpion, Pluto, uh, uh, for me, I'm a contem- like the contemporary Jewish, and that's what I learned on 20 plus years ago. So that's
2: mm-hmm. largely
1: what I know as I listen to these other, uh, mm. interpretations of just the, the first seven planets. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more for me, Libra and that Venus, and certainly with Gary, Gary Caton's work and a, a few other, uh, Nick Dagen-Best, but I see this other side, this dark side, this quote unquote Diana, mm-hmm. uh, to venus and and some of the myths i studied way back when before astrology and i think there's a way i know there's a way i've seen many many libra sons, and i'm a son of a libra son. my dad oh, yeah. uh, i think there's a way they can get into the intricacy um the flip side of diplomacy or even part of the diplomacy sure. is they understand war and peace
0: or yeah, peace and water. that's true
1: uh, Jimmy Carter being an excellent example, I think, in the world of a liberal son, uh, certainly on the peaceful side, yet yeah, has certainly had to deal with different uh, mm-hmm. bat- uh, mm-hmm. physical battles and other battles, True. political battles, uh, but continues to emphasize peace um, by way of his uh, Christian faith and uh, a unique experience, right, of being one of the few uh, presidents, U.S. presidents, right. Of- small club of world leaders um i've seen libra's break up but not quite break up and like (laughs) call all sorts of things on uh as far as how the breakup will go and how it won't and just a lot of pomp and circumstance i've seen in uh, or read about at least with war i've seen a little bit with smaller wars in in our lifetimes, and (laughs) i think they're uh yeah I'm more scared of Libra suns than I am of Scorpio suns. Ah,
0: interesting, yeah. Well, you had direct experience, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, and I've met a lot of Scorpios since I've lived in New York. Uh, and yeah. probably, I think my New York <laughs> experience, I've been here a dozen years, uh, uh, just over. it's been a lot about Pluto, which yeah. I haven't really totally wrapped my head around. That's certainly a pattern from since the very first day I got
0: here. Oh, interesting, uh, yeah.
1: And the more I've studied astrology in the last uh, 10 years, 12 years, or of the 20-plus that's just a pattern over and over again Mm -hmm. with Libra uh, uh, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Suns and then Scorpio Suns otherwise I see it with the rising and the moon of both Mm -hmm. uh, in there but I definitely have seen it with friends and people I've encountered
0: well it's like the Aries Um, shadow maybe too like the Mars shadow that gets in there you know
1: I think so, I, I think there's a way that before I uh, really noticed all this in the last maybe handful of years for mm-hmm. Libra, that I always thought of it, uh, certainly uh, Jimmy Carter again being a great example, the, the peacefulness the diplomacy, the the navigating all of the, the bits and pieces mm-hmm. Right. That they, uh, I don't know that the other two air signs quote unquote navigate, but there is a way that uh, Aquarius Sun here we can deal with yeah. a lot, <laughs> we can deal with a lot of I don't say detail so much as pieces.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think Libra. Wow, I've seen some amazing things when I've been able to work with them mm-hmm. about how they really, um, without going too deep on this. Right, right, right. Fine tune the scales. Uh-huh. I just leave an image there for people if you uh, look yeah. and see how scales used to work hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. I've seen that mental process, and it is gorgeous. It mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. takes Takes a minute though. And I've seen that for for kind of move on, you guys are done, be done. Right, right, they're still trying to balance.
0: They weren't
1: done, or they didn't choose to be
0: done. They're still trying to balance, yeah. Well, and going back to the Pluto theme, since we just had the sun opposite Pluto yesterday. Right. I feel like that's kind of in the air and in the zeitgeist right now. And how are you feeling that in your own world and with some of your own work?
1: I'm not totally sure. I know one of the things for me with uh, the last few days, well, let's say the last, at least the last weekish is, um, how am I choosing to use my power, at least how I believe or perceive I have power, mm-hmm. nudge some, uh, new deals and had to exert, uh, kind of, uh, not kind of, I've had to say very uncomfortably, uh, yet very necessarily so, this isn't what we agree to um, mm-hmm. no know. mm-hmm. um, And uh, knowing it's not a huge deal, but also knowing there can be uh, some problems from my saying no mm-hmm. uh, for actually both, both interests. Mm-hmm. And it was a, you know, I got a okay, literally a okay and a smiley face back. Someone who doesn't usually even use smiley faces. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but I really deliberated for many days. How do I write? Or really weeks. But I knew once more slipped forward, um, I would say. I'm excited about what what a lot of the planets are doing overall this year for me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I personally. I did say early on, hopefully I have this in writing or at least recording elsewhere, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be I don't think I used the word messy I think I used, uh, I used that at least a couple times verbally with the astrology meet up here I, I think mm-hmm. for me Saturn Neptune is the bigger thing happening uh, and certainly it's happening all year the sun Pluto I think is um, going to remind us what power can do for better and for worse
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, certainly we've seen that in the last 48 hours and yeah, I think exactly. for me staying with that the challenge is I do have power. I do have choices. Um, and just to stay with that and not get too distracted. Um, but yet not necessarily disappear into some sort of bubble either right. uh, with or without that power.
0: Right, right. Mm, yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just been, it's been such an intense month with Mars finally coming out of retrograde I feel like, and yeah, like it's interesting what, going back to what you were saying about not feeling like the Mars Direct is necessarily about retribution, but maybe it's about just bringing all, bringing all of these shadows to light that have always been there in terms of violence and power and um, some of the darker sides of what go, what, what's always going on, but now it's all coming to the surface. like For everyone to see it, it's like you can't hide from it anymore.
1: One thing I'd be curious to know, um, what you've seen in your practice and just even in your personal life yeah. conversations, I always love these patterns, right? That pick up, um, certainly here that we're having, thank you again, uh, yeah. on the podcast yeah, and otherwise, right? Sometimes it's a random thing here on a subway or plane <laughs> or or sometimes you're involved in it or it even quote unquote jumps out of your mouth, right? Uh, is... Uh, now, Mars is in my uh, stationed in my six, so I'm biased by, by this for sure. I definitely heard and saw in my own life and around me a lot of people talk about mixing it up with their routines of health or the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um, a, lot of, a lot of things about putting effort, mm-hmm. trying to articulate this in a certain way, into what gives them energy back. Or what you want to their energy to, really both, right? That kind of reciprocity, yeah. but that wasn't the work. But I saw a lot of people kind of sign off of, yeah, I'm not gonna feed this anymore. Yes, I'm yes. Feed this obsession, or this negativity, or this fear, or this um, this thing that might just be done. It just yeah. This- Played out. I need something that has new energy, a new cycle. I heard that a lot in a lot of different ways, and even from some quote non-astrologers. Yeah, and kind of you know look at look to me or or write me and say, does this sound right? And at first I'd be like, huh, but then I (laughs) kind of backed up. Again, my my preoccupation is but more so with. Saturn
2: Neptune
1: this
0: year. Oh, you so, have been more. Yeah, we can talk about that too. I'm fascinated with. I see a lot of that going on too, and it's. It may be like some of these things are getting conflated with each other too, because they're they're both such intense energies. But yeah, I would say definitely in my practice and um, in my personal life, it's been more of like the being fed up with things that are toxic. Like finally eliminating things that are poison, and a lot of it is. Projected demons from childhood, I think, that get put into relationships or into um, our most because in- Scorpio is all about the really intimate connections we have, and I think if people aren't willing to really look at their demons or their own shadows, then it- it's going to erupt, you know. And we're seeing that, you know, globally, politically, and also in personal relationships. Like, if people don't want to do the work and just blame the other or project their own unresolved, psycholo- deep psychological. Uh, wounds, you know there's also the Chiron retrograde now in Pisces. It's, you know, it's like we can't really escape that or or we're gonna feel like okay enough is enough. Like one one person on one side, like there's gonna be some kind of Mars explosion. Mars is the archetype of the tower, you know, in the tarot. So it's like we can't be in these prisons anymore. Like if there's something toxic or poisonous going on under the surface, if someone doesn't want to do the work to heal or get to what that is for them, and they want to just keep projecting it outside onto someone else or something else, like whether it's a political system or another person or your closest intimate partner, it's not gonna work anymore, you know? You have to face your own demons now.
1: When we show up for that, keeping in mind that just Neptune and Pisces and certainly it's square, when we show up and say it's done, Mm -hmm. both parties do, maybe all do, whether it's malevolent or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just walk away with, with this kind of Mars Scorpio station, you think? Or is there a quote, cleanup?
0: There's a cleanup. Right. There's a cleanup that has to be done until Mars clears the shadow. And a lot of people want to just walk away. That's the problem. But we have to really face the shadow. I think to me, that's what Mars and Scorpio is so much about. And we got the preview we got a lot of the work I think when Saturn was going through Scorpio now Mars is going through those last degrees of where Saturn was hanging out last summer so I think now is really the time where we have to until you know until August right it's not gonna clear its shadow until August now is definitely the cleanup time it seems to me doesn't it like but we have to look at what what the poisons are and what the wounds are and what the um, what the projections are I think
1: I think so for some, I, I feel like a lot, a number of, uh, friends who are definitely probably more esoteric and maybe even astrologers, of mm-hmm. various levels. Yeah. I feel like they started the cleanup probably before Saturn left the sh- returned back to yes.
2: said, stayed there. Mm-hmm. I, I,
1: I, uh, I mean, part of what I heard was right. Different, um, my biases, levels mm-hmm. of, where they're at spiritually. Again, yes. my, my biases or the way I parse oh, yeah. it. True. So I feel a lot of people have already done the cleanup. Now, I'm not sure if I have or not myself, but we'll just leave that hanging. <laughs> but I feel like now people are, if I have done my cleanup or at least acknowledge, right, this has to go out when the special truck comes around, you know, <laughs> on the 17th this month or whatever it is. Yeah. I feel like my struggle has been, particularly the last 10 days and the email I mentioned, Yeah. yeah. forward, right, with this, uh, I know where to go, what lane now to move in, as it were. Mm-hmm. Lots of um, hesitancy and fear, not stuck energy, but mm-hmm. definitely not feeling mm-hmm. uh, very in motion yet. Not Which yet. Another, mm-hmm. another a friend said, oh, well, Marsh just went direct last week. You know, maybe, maybe not. But Just a lot of, I'm certainly more aware, maybe hyper aware. Yeah, and I worry about the cleanup, I'm worried about the new and the next, right? That cycle because yes. I don't totally feel like I know what that is for me personally. And I, yeah. I, I some other friends do know what it is, oh, and really? also that will take a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been interesting to kind of listen back and feel like I'm more mm-hmm. in the middle of that. Where some transits, certainly some of the Mercury retrogrades, I feel like ahead of the curve or the class, so to speak, timing. And here I definitely feel like very deep in the middle of the, the bell curve of the class.
0: Oh, right, right. Yeah. No, I feel like it is still kind of stuck, the energy. I feel in, it, it okay. hasn't really moved forward. I agree. Like the cleanup I feel is dealing with parts of what feels stuck and how we deal with that and where things have ended or died or trying to go through a rebirth. Um, yeah. And the cleanup probably did start some of the psychological cleanup, I think, started last summer, but I'm just looking more at the political and and all of the, um, kind of global reverberations right now that feel to me like there's a cleanup that needs to happen because it's so messy and it's so, um, you know, it's so in our face right now.
1: I love that, uh, the way you, 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 distinguish those the one thing i'll say and, and probably a whole different conversation maybe a round table if you do those um mm-hmm. and certainly not a top way i think with obama's first election uh and the timing of it and certainly the second and a good few things that are on top of mind i think this is all these are all preludes or precursors mm-hmm. to the pluto return for the u.s
0: right yes
1: and that I think now it. we're really getting our first, for lack of a better term, taste of it.
0: Yep. Um, yep, I agree.
1: So there's, uh, I'm going to leave that hanging for a variety of reasons. I think there are other <laughs> hurdles to tackle.
2: <laughs> yes. That's
1: here in 2020.
2: So
0: yeah, it's so loaded.
1: But I mm-hmm. think uh, just to kind of cap it off maybe a little bit more articulately, or hopefully so, once... Once I understood, which I didn't uh, at first, with Pluto going to Capricorn, that it would we would get a Pluto return,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: more and more about what that was, and then Obama's uh, running the first time, and then getting elected, quote-unquote, over Hillary. Mm-hmm. was very crisp to me that the U.S. must deal with a number of things, right? Like, because life is complicated or can be, but we would have to deal with race in this country. And if all people are equal or not. Mm -hmm. uh, And then once we make that kind of choice, as it were, um, how we will proceed on one of those two roads. I think we also got a hint and taste of that uh, as a globe with Brexit
0: Yes, uh, yes. It's,
1: it's different in a number of ways, and yet overlapping. If this is uh, one of the parents, um, I would say, the, the I think I tend to say Britain is the, or the father of the U.S. for me, and France is actually the mother of the U.S. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the other way around. But regardless, well, of course, we have those ties. But I, I, this is a conversation I think I'm a little premature on for uh, most people, and it's all about Saturn, Neptune. Yeah. Me, right?
0: So tell me what you feel, what you're feeling with the Saturn Neptune. Like how's that been showing up in your life and with your work?
1: I have used the word odd, which I love that word.
0: What is it? Which word?
1: Odd. O D D. Oh, odd. I yes, yes. Used that mm-hmm. word so many times in almost uh, a year <laughs> now. I'd say last August. I don't remember if it was. I think when the sun was still in Leo, mm-hmm. um, and I have, ex- and not only have I used that word that many times, I have experienced things that are like, "Huh, what?" Um, I attribute that to the square, particularly the Neptune part of it, the Neptune and Pisces. Okay. Mm-hmm. I okay. think there's, and let me back up uh, and personalize it as you ask. I'm a very planful or want to plan person. Okay. I have Mercury and Capricorn towards the top of my chart, Mercury rules. Ah. My chart, Gemini rising, it's trying. There's more going on without getting too uh, naked with my chart here. I <laughs>
0: know, that, that's so helpful, there's, yeah.
1: There's a way yeah. I like to plan, and I have a 10th house sun, so there's a way yeah. I like order and structure, um, yeah. and certainly familiar with chaos, uh, particularly around creative types, yeah. and moving them <laughs> more to Structure, if not some sort of order or pattern or what have you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can do that, sometimes not, and that's part of the fascination of the many angles of astrology and right making sense in not necessarily in real time, but of the chart and its. Um, I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's the way those energies can be orchestrated yeah. by uh, the native, whether that's a person, a business, uh, a government, or other yeah i think i can say otherwise uh, a few things mm-hmm. um, how's it showing up in my life i keep again getting i've heard the word thwarted a lot yeah said it much in the last year um i've seen it in many places i don't know if it's coming from james of game of thrones <laughs> or something else. Uh, it's a great word um <laughs> yeah. for- for Me to say, or maybe I just need more practice. I think there's a way that the Saturn Neptune square, which is you know pretty much 2016, and I, for me, I, I feel like a number of other people mm-hmm. s- started showing itself last uh, like mid summer last year.
2: Yes, yes,
1: I think there's a way that it's not about for some, it's take your plan and add your dream to it, or dreams, right, the like, aspirational, like and move forward for that, and that's been really nice to see some people really kind of get the wind in their sails, I think that's still kind of a Saturn-Neptune image yeah. there, and off they go, it's really amazing ways, right, when you get that gust of wind, or you didn't realize, oh, I just built a sail, and um, I'm getting this, um, not intervention, but let's, this, this divinity that's really supporting me in these make sense kind of ways but just weren't expected or uh, uh, explicitly called for I think there's a whole nother group that we have make these plans and we've heard them for a while or they kind of come to us they're quote unquote divined or seem like they are and then we step out and like okay i am going to move on this yeah and then it's like the wind or whatever snatches the you know detailed or even just smart plan or both from us and says, okay, yeah, stay outside, keep yeah. moving, and yeah. make up a new plan. And you're like, oh, yeah, let me recount what was there. And it's like, no, no, make up a new plan. Right. And it's so baffling and odd. It's like, well, that was a really great plan. What's the deal? And we're not getting an answer per se to what the deal is. It's just, as I as, as, as commanded, come up with a new plan, it wasn't that the other plan wasn't wasn't great or well thought out or <laughs> worked on a long time. That's right. not it. Right. And it has been really challenging for me. Without getting too upset here, uh, Neptune uh, or let me say Saturn is in my natal seventh. I use Placidus uh, for oh, those who care, okay. and then <laughs> uh, Neptune's just inside my eleventh, but it's in the eleventh.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> There've been lots of tests of faith and lots of things around doubt, because mm-hmm. it's like, this plan yep. was so good, right, that it
0: Yes, passionate. that's, bingo, that's that's what I've been seeing over and over, I, I think that nails it, like, test of faith, and I thought this dream, or this plan was so good, or so solid, and everything was lining up, and it was all these miracles, and then kind of like, all of a sudden, the disillusionment of maybe what it wasn't, <laughs> or isn't.
1: Well, here's the funny thing that I've seen, and I, and I believe I'm experiencing, but we'll see in the next few days and weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not that the destination or the goal or the, the uh, I don't want to say dream, but the, the, that's there. That's not moving from what I see and experience and hear from others. Yeah. It's the route there. Um, I don't know if this is Job in the, the Bible. Uh, just going more with kind of like these narratives <laughs> that I know. I'm not sure where it shows up uh someone did mention to me a few weeks ago uh, sort of offhandedly and quote unquote coincidentally uh, a greek or roman myth but now it was one i hadn't heard or thought about in years but it's it's almost sort of being tested to be tested and to be ready and to be stronger but there's so much around faith uh and even literal faiths right uh, uh, Buddhist, Christian, uh, following a Buddhist path, Christian, a Taoist, or what have you—that I've seen with other friends. Yeah, it yeah. is fascinating. The it's kind of like, well, why do I keep getting pushed and tested around this plan? I'm not sure what that's about. Totally now, kind of more or less made peace with it, and now trying to move forward knowing that probably will happen once or twice more for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But also uh, stay with, yes, this is still where this is all going, at least in the short term, as far as, again, a quote, goal, capital G, or destination, capital D. Mm -hmm. But the journey, right, this is what I've heard most of my life and and really had to... uh, fight and fuss with, and I think I still do, it's about the journey, it's about the journey, not the destination. right, right. And I think there's a way that's really gotten pushed, uh, all caps, Um, and I'll say, I don't think I've said this aloud to anyone yet, but uh, I have gotten pushed so far and and, and actually so forcefully in certain ways, um, let me say metaphysically speaking, that my eyesight has been jumping around in some very dramatic ways for the first time that I've noticed, uh, technically second, I guess, since I do, I do wear glasses. But it's gotten pushed uh, even today a little bit before this, uh, right before this call, um, of, of how well I, I am and am not seeing. Um, and I've even found myself having to watch what I'm saying and thinking. As far as um, big quotes here, because I'm not saying this, but. I don't see where this is going. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe it will happen this way, or do I need to believe, and, and things like that. Uh, again, it's been happening for months. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, our eyesight is even more, I mean, I've always been like, you know, I want to keep my eyesight, uh, although I think hearing, right, of the, the, that question of which which sense do you need the most. Yeah. You know I, you probably know I love to eat,
2: Yeah. But from hearing
1: <laughs> hearing is there's so much in someone's voice and the smiles or even the pain uh, and certainly in music uh, hearing but sight now is such a thing right with all the screens and all the social media Yeah. Uh, not, not that there aren't other ways to access that uh, again going back to hearing um, and, and Siri and some of the things Apple and the other companies do there Right. But that's how challenging it's been, as my eyesight has jumped all over the place. Mm. I feel like one day I even had better eyesight <gasps> than the last time it was measured, uh, clinic or yeah, I think I could say clinically, um, which was fascinating, but also was sort of so stunning. Uh, it came and went very quickly. Oh wow! Once upon a time, I had a if I remember the numbers right, I had 2015 or even which is better than 2020 or even oh, the really? step up from that. Oh, but God. now that, that is 20 plus years ago.
0: Okay. Uh, but still. Say again? I said, but still, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah. It's been really interesting just to, uh, and write and also listening to the words, the, yeah. the, I like to listen to the words that come certainly out of my mouth and uh, my hands, right? With a lot of the typing, mm-hmm. writing, emails, mm-hmm. and Facebook posts, comments and, and I'm always fascinated, uh, if not always, although not always paying attention to, when I hear someone use in a very short amount of time or even an expanded amount of time the same words over and over yes, again, yes. I wonder what's going on there in different ways, depending on the, uh, a word or a phrase or a an idea but yeah. those stand out to me
0: it often uh, reveals the unconscious actually by our word choices especially if there's a repetition or almost a compulsive use of the same words
1: absolutely so uh, so odd you know circling around here somewhat i kept saying well, what what is odd and i uh, my immediate reflex as it is more and more in the last two years is to go to the rulership book
2: mm.
1: right, for astrology the planetary rulers mm-hmm. uh, and the association and something kind of kept telling me no just keep listening and waiting and uh usually once i hear something four times yeah. not two or three and it rings in my ear in this case it was let's say 15 odds and i was just eh, i don't know how many weeks that was at that point and uh and some of the eyesight challenges and many other things going on since october last year okay and then i finally went someone said something about it but in a sort of tangential way if not even just disconnected way and started pointing out oh for 2016 we're gonna have you know the whole year which i knew and i had read but i hadn't heard someone say it aloud just we were still you know deep into 2015 at that point oh yeah that saturn neptune will be all year long mm-hmm. and i thought and i had kind of sort of decided odd wasn't uranus word for me and again, Aquarius here, uh, Uranus particular, on my chart. Yeah. I just kind of sat back, kind of in the middle of visiting with some people and not necessarily astrologers and had to sit five minutes. I'm like, is odd a Neptune work? Right. And it just made sense.
0: Uh, ODD, made sense. like ODing, too, I'm thinking.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I have to write that down.
0: Right? Like oh ODing twice. <laughs> that feels like Neptune to me. ODing on something.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you. I love that. I love that. Um, so, so that, that once I said that and that, I don't think that clicked. I don't think that's necessarily no, Neptune, Neptunian thing. I, I ran with that. Right. Yeah, yeah,
2: how does
1: it fit? Do these, how, how do these shapes go together? Not how do they not go together, but how do they, right. They don't have to be the same. How do these go together? And that's when I started to really uh, think more about the eyesight challenges um, mm-hmm. uh, and the challenges themselves or my eyesight and, uh, hearing some of what I'm saying, you know, I don't, I don't see how this is going to turn out that way and things like that. Um, and I started thinking about more Right, so again, Saturn is, uh, at this point dancing back into my seven. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and so things about faith, right? The Sagittarius yeah. by itself, yeah. et
2: cetera. Yeah. And I
1: started hearing it from other people. Um, I started hearing things about their faith and um, going deeper into their faith. And I, at what I would say are healthier ways, right, learning more about the main text or even secondary text or um, spending time with their rabbi, pastor or what have you for counseling in these ways. I thought, oh, sometimes people actually consulting, um, how can I say, leaders in faith. Again, rabbis, pastors, etc., but not from their own faith, just because mm. they've called to um, hybrid, if you will, or mix and match and not, not succumb to the quote unquote negativity or the box that a Saturn and Sash can be, right? Instead of being the zealot, let me look at the plurality uh, without letting go of my faith, but also just kind of understanding probably most of us, maybe even all of us are headed to the same uh, thing, which is not quote unquote death. Right, but these uh, living this life to play out, uh, if you want karma or a particular uh, human story, I think is fair to say.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, I I like that. Yeah, because the Saturn and Sag can get very um, dogmatic and and you know so extreme and preachy about certain ways of dealing with truth or faith or belief ideologies philosophies and definitely religion as we know going off the deep end um but yeah it's interesting i saw that uh, michael luton had posted today like for sagittarian he's like sagittarians and sagittarius rising it's this week is so hard for you or something you know like this is your you're drowning and i was like hmm interesting you know he always posts those very dramatic i love his posts very dramatic um, interpretations, but I wonder if, if he's talking about the um, Mars being in the 12th house for Sag or the Saturn-Neptune or all of it, probably. combination of all we've been talking about, maybe.
1: I hear that. I was trying to recall a comment someone made, another astrologer, uh, about Sag, but it's it's not top of mind. I, I know Sag, some Sages have felt challenged more so in Mm -hmm. in recent barely even weeks really days and Mm -hmm. I was really struck by that um I don't know if I want to say it's a resilient sign or energy to me or even archetype right they all have their
2: days
1: and and nights even more so right to some of the way you're using the language here um I want to ask you and kind of uh using these two big pieces we have here of the um sun pluto let's say slash pluto capricorn and then the saturn and neptune what are you seeing and encouraged uh, and hearing about right now with humanity because i definitely feel like right things are getting pushed and they're going yes. to get pushed further i think as saturn uh, reaches 15 and how many of months and yet i feel like this year uh, back to the Saturn Neptune. For me, I feel like there's a way that we really can turn the corner, mm-hmm. or at least see that the corner is there to be turned, uh, t- turned. <laughs> to use yeah, a little bit.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, if we want to do that, I think part of the question with this uh, that you raise is with this Mars Scorpio station. Yeah. Do we see, accept, and uh, or even acknowledge? Let's say maybe accept that we can, right, as
2: individuals, as certain governments. Mm-hmm. Um, I see California, you know, your home state, I just saw it actually earlier today, I don't think it was last week, mm-hmm.
1: the, this quite curious governor, I forget which sun sign he is, uh, Jerry Brown,
2: mm-hmm.
1: signed some things around, I don't, uh, I'm treading gently here, about mm-hmm. gun control for California it's interesting what he did and didn't sign uh, reading through again, I'm not the most astute political mind by any stretch, but it was just interesting to see the headline. I thought it was an onion or something at first. And I thought, Oh no, Jerry's been on a tear doing a lot of things, um, that I think are very nouveau in the world, much less in the, the U S. Uh, and so just looked at the article and did read through it. And I thought, huh, here's yet another sign, right. Uh, yeah. In the event, but maybe lost in the noise.
2: Um,
1: mm-hmm. uh, Yes, we can still do better and make some choices that are healthier for the, the masses.
0: Yeah, I mean I feel like the you know, it, it's true, like trying to look at the silver lining and all of the tragedy that's going on is is the fact that at least it's the tragedy's always been going on. I think the the silver lining or the the positive spin if we wanna be sad about it is that it's being talked about more. I mean, that it's like people can't go back to sleep. Like it's so in our face right now, you know, that the veil's being lifted. So we can't be unconscious and play stupid or play like we're sleepwalking about any of this stuff anymore. You just can't because it's like, if you want to, like, we're so desensitized because there's so much going on. And like every day there's like the headlines are getting worse and worse. But at the same time, like, I mean, that's been going on for, Countless. I mean, you know, it's not like this is new in a way, but there is something new in the sense that it feels like it's relentless and it's in our face and it's, um, you know, it's not like you can be like, okay, well, one bad thing happened this week and then people just try to, like, distract themselves with all their, you know, all of our millions of distractions that we have in the modern world. Like, the difference I see now, and maybe this is the Scorpio or the Pluto piece where it's just so relentless, is that, no, it's, you can't get away from it. Like, it has to be talked about. It has to be confronted. That feels very Mars and Scorpio to me. Like, you can't avoid it. Like, we, we have all of our tax, tactics to try to avoid things that feel difficult or painful or not light and fun, you know? We're so trained to, like, try to, you know, dull the pain or, you know, numb the pain in certain ways. But I feel we can't go back to sleep. So this, I think, is maybe the... The if there's any redemption, it's that like people have to wake up now. With all of that,
1: this. I love all that you said. Thank you. You gave me a lot there. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I need to send a quick note here so you may hear. Uh, ah, okay. <laughs> uh for for dinner.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Um, when you started you. that
1: mm-hmm. section, that segment, I, I was struck with huh, that's interesting, What you, and even
2: the way you closed it, uh, uh, the word woke, mm-hmm.
1: as, uh, I don't think it's a new slang word, but I'm, I'm hearing it, well, reading it mostly, but reading and hearing it a lot, so this idea of more people are uh, aware, awake,
2: mm-hmm. conscious of, yeah. um,
1: the way you expanded on that was really nice and useful.
0: Thank you. Yeah, like just that we have to, we can't go back to sleep. No, maybe that's the Saturn-Neptune. Like Saturn's going, hello, reality check, stop being unconscious about these things. Like we have to wake up and pull off the veil on all of this stuff that's just been going on. You know, in the it's been kind of invisible to many people for whatever reason or just avoided, you know, numbed out. Like the, the negative side of Neptune, which is the, um, you know, the... The total unconsciousness of something and and trying to escape from what is happening, what we have to really look in the face, you know, to try to find some other way to um, yeah, go back to sleep for, that's the best word I can think of or best phrase I can think of for what's happening
1: um, I think that's really beautiful though, I think there's a way for me and my spiritual uh, okay. journey, I guess I'll say mm-hmm. okay. uh, and certainly the roomy you- home, I'm not sure if I can get the lyric out or the line Mm, that I want right uh, now but uh, don't go back to sleep Mm. I think there's a way when we had Pluto and Neptune sextiling, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Not not too many years ago or even months or seasons I was really encouraged uh, by that because I think there's a way uh, I've heard a lot of negative things about what Neptune and Pisces might be, and just Pisces in general, different yeah. conversation, different day.
2: Right.
1: Uh, and also with Scorpio and somewhat Pluto, uh, all of that being about a, a conversation that's quote-unquote dirty water, but again for a different day. I was encouraged because, right, if Pluto's in Capricorn, this is about power and st- structural power and institutional power without going all the way into the institutional part.
2: Yeah.
1: Right, and so I started uh, seeing things around the skeleton and chakras and right just on a person to person basis. And then Neptune and Pisces, I think on the up uh, or the more positive is about being present, uh, which mm-hmm. to me is about being quote unquote awake, uh, certainly conscious and, and aware. So that combination of, you know, kind of bringing that back into the body, back into awareness, back into a, a Prominence, I think I want to say a uh, public prominence again that Capricorn uh, part, um, mixing and mm-hmm. matching the alphabet is some do don't like to do. But I was really encouraged by that. I feel like I saw some of that when that sextile was mm. uh, exact and happening. Yeah, I feel like that's there a little bit, you know, possibly and right, people taking. To the streets again, yep. Well, certainly this week or yeah. even last
0: night,
2: yeah. Certainly, occupy really good,
1: yep. Uh, and these other ways, right? We're showing up, um, and being physically there and present. and I think there is a lot of uh, the, the sit in, if you will, uh, a march, uh, a rally, what have you, those different things for sure. But uh, right, the the, the group getting together, yeah, which I think is a very, very uh. Necessary thing, my biases for sure. Oh, yeah. For um, Pythes, probably Neptune, and certainly Mm -hmm. the combination, right? Which is, uh, yeah. um, I just pulled that up almost at 12 degrees here. Um, Mm. Where are you jumping here a a bit, if that's okay? If not, certainly bring us back. Yeah. Where are you, what's next for you, and not uh, although i would be curious to hear as far as a book or podcast or, or a series or uh, a retreat, but what's, what's calling you forward as an astrologer? And then just to, to not be so uh, 21st century, for me, um, I've been called as always Gemini Rising in a few directions, mm-hmm. and I'm exploring more what, um, if I am going to be a professional astrologer, uh, big quotes here and definitely humor, when I grow up. Um, what does that look like? I don't, more and more, I don't see myself as a counseling astrologer, although I love reading people's, studying people's charts and then um, chewing on it with them. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't think that's my calling or been. I think there are a lot more people doing it out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like. Um, I need to bring some new things so uh, to the astrologer's community and that's to the world.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it seems like different business models around the monies for conferences and similar uh, astrologer or even astrology gatherings and more there, dot, 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 dot. Um, the thing that is happening, uh, and we'll see where all that goes, uh, mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time volunteering the last more than 10 years now. Uh, to explore what is there, what is not, Mm how can some of those things be changed changed, um, and cleaned up, and then how some maybe just need to kind of fade off and exit and new things need to appear.
2: Uh,
1: To that, one of the things I was called to start working on uh, is something I'm calling Starshine 2020, which is a data collection project of living famous black folks. I'm using social media, at least to start, it's certainly in its early days, to collect. collect, What I'd like to do is have 2,000 pieces of data collected of living famous black folks Mm. uh, in the world, not just the US.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: uh, Submitted to Astro Data Bank, which is the largest uh, public data collection in the world, um, by the end of the year 2020. Mm. So that's basically like getting, on average, a person's uh, a day
2: and yeah, so that's in uh, uh,
1: interesting to kind of be called to that mix of data and then wanting to publish it and put it out there and probably use it which I haven't quite gotten to yet as far as writing up a forecast right to show what astrology can do to that for that person um, or people who follow or even just uh, watch that person right in the news media etc so that's that's one of the for sure that's things great. that's happening and already thank you
2: yeah that's
1: so, fantastic. So, but what else is calling you? I think Project 40 here you've been doing already for a few seasons. Yeah. Uh, there's more that you hmm. want to tap into. What else yeah. is calling you forward?
0: Well, yeah, I'm on my last um, seven Project 40s and then I'm in the process while I finish that, putting, it, putting together a book from it because it's really been like living astrology. Like it's been living the astrology in terms of real-time archetypes and how they play out in our unconscious. So I'm really fascinated with relaying astrology in that realm, you know, something that's really of real time and really um, integrated with the psychology. Um, I'm doing my first Project 40 retreat um, this September, so that'll also be, I'm really excited about that because it will be like a way to actually, because I've been doing the the project 40s have been online. So it's been on that kind of virtual meeting of the unconscious with people from all over the world. So to actually, you know, nowadays, like whenever we have something that's real and in person and tangible, it's, it's like so beautiful. We appreciate it so much more. Right. Um, yes. Yes. So that feels like heaven to me. Like the fact that I'm going to actually get to be spending seven days doing this kind of work, um, in a beautiful setting in Italy, I'm like I can't wait. <laughs> That's my dream to do more of that kind of stuff um, in real time. So, um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, just finishing this book, which has been an ongoing project for me, and um, because it's I guess Project 40 has become my life's work because it's really the infusion of um, the Jungian work that I do because I was trained as a Jungian analyst and. Um, And then I've always loved astrology, and it took me years before I could openly integrate the two. Because when I first started studying as an analyst, you know, it was considered, you know, something non-professional, if you can believe it, back in the even back in the '90s. It really hasn't been since the 2000s since it can really bring this out in the open and still be respected as a practicing analyst. So it's nice that now it's really even in the Jungian world in Zurich, it's it's acceptable now. They're actually really open to astrology now. Um, So, yeah, finding a way to continue to um, integrate those two worlds, the two things that I love the most, and also art in all of that, you know, like poetry and um, my favorite artists, like what you're doing in terms of collecting. I've always been interested in studying, like, the, um, the charts of people who have a very rich unconscious and have produced a lot of art or very interesting material that speak to the archetypes. In, in, a way, in a similar way as, like, Richard Tarnas, I really love his work. He does that so well, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess just more of that. And there is also all of this unknown, I don't know, you know. I really, I kind of want things to move a little, personally, I guess it's my Saturn in Taurus. I kind of want things to move a little less, move away, um, or I personally want to move away from being so dependent on my work being connected to the Internet. Although obviously, like I'm so grateful to technology. Like for us, meeting on you know, on Skype, for instance, is amazing. Um, that we can do this and be you can be in New York and I can be in San Francisco and we can connect. But but at the same time, I want to like make sure I don't lose touch with the work that happens when you're in person. You know, because I I love that so much and that's irreplaceable. So I don't know I don't know what the future brings, but I want to find a way to make that more of my daily reality and less on a computer.
1: Uh, that was where I started my spring and then uh, and I was doing good because I, I I appreciate and love the the I don't want to use that word, the usefulness uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to the saying power of Facebook yeah, and yeah. Twitter and all the rest. Right. Uh that, because of Starshine and because I let go of some Facebook uh, professional duties, which is which has been great. Yeah. I've been spending more time on Twitter, which I just have a, a little bit more of a knack, I think, of, mm-hmm. takes it back <laughs> to the AOL chat rooms and, yeah. <laughs> and many uh, variations thereof, so 12, 15, more than 12
0: mm-hmm. oh, okay. 15,
1: 16 years ago, uh, and I met a lot of people and still am in touch and friends with, uh, in fact, lived with someone, my previous roommate, was from that time and those days and the way people connected. Oh, wow. Uh, the way I connected with people Yeah, my search. yeah. those days um, I, I hear you wanting to back up from the computer um, not a new battle for me probably not for a lot of people uh, or let me say the web maybe I'm not sure but yeah. for me <laughs> I, I think I have to get one of these blocker apps so yeah. I don't jump off Facebook every once in a while
2: I know on the right hand,
1: I see random things pop up uh, for yeah. better and for worse yep. in, in recent um and I'd love to take a hiatus, although I'm supposed to be posting daily to Facebook, so that's... Yeah, it's so pods. hard. We're
0: so, like, in, it's so hard to get away. I tried. I was like, I think I'll deactivate my account for a week. And then I was like, I can't. Everything's connected to it. Like, even things that have nothing to do with Facebook are connected to my Facebook, and I probably wouldn't know the passcodes yeah. if I got rid of it, you know?
1: Yep, yep. So my thing, I, I did do, I, don't, I, I think you've done before, if I'm not mistaken. You might have done it before me and then one of the people that inspired me. I did take a two-week hiatus last year. And I kind of kept setting things up where I really could be off two weeks and not, oops, let me sneak back in and then, you know, <laughs> de- deactivate, which is relatively easy to do. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: <laughs> I wanted to be off and just back up and see what happened. Right. Uh, I did, and I did it with a, a, a new moon and a full moon,
2: basically, oh,
1: okay. uh, last June. It was fantastic. I wanted to go a month, but that wasn't realistic based on the- <laughs> i had i had some paid professional duties so even the two weeks was sort of a challenge i set up some posts on facebook since right everything gets disconnected so i couldn't just queue things up and they'd still go through right um i'd love it they've changed it now if when i logged in i could still just be uh as one of my pages as opposed to my personal self
0: right why can't we do that that would be so much better
1: I think they lost that, I'm assuming, for efficiency, mm,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: which, which I appreciate. I think I was probably one of the few that would, you know, switch from being honest Demetrius to educated or to soda astrology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I feel like I, I want a little bit more of that layer or barrier, and it's gone. And a is on the probably not even the one hand, but two or three fingers is really appealing. At this moment, it's not. I think the key for me is to stay out of the newsfeed and spend less time. I have a, uh, I'm on a Mac here. uh, And so I got a counter, I think sometime, I think it was last summer, maybe it was autumn. um, Maybe, I think it was autumn. uh, Just to watch how much time I spend on Facebook each day, at least on the desktop.
2: That's really good.
0: That's awesome.
1: Well, yes, it has been overall. Lately, I've been on here. Uh, when Prince passed, and Prince is an enormous deal in my life, uh, oh, yeah. and hope a, okay. a conversation Nick and Best, and I will have on podcast soon to kind oh, of review his chart in life. Fascinating chart. I mean, I oh, promise. Yeah, fascinating chart. Obviously, fascinating uh, person uh, in a few ways. I was going to say man, but I was to say a person there. Um, yeah, the, the goal has been this. Spend more time, or uh, pardon me, less time on Facebook and more quality. Um, but when it passed, that really just threw me off in oh, so yeah. many ways. Oh yeah. So okay. I've spent more than my hour um, a day, uh, certainly this week and other weeks on there, on average. But I, I'm to your point about staying awake and conscious. I'm, I'm watching. Um, and trying to spend time there. And there's a lot that happens on there, right? A lot of conversations privately and publicly. And yeah. News, uh, good news bits, some of them were, quote, fluffy. Um, certainly there are a lot of uh, good and great conversations between astrologers and other other esoterics and groups. Yeah. Uh, and then for a lot of my other work, which is at this point I'm still a lot in the vegan world,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: they're just things I need to ask or say or watch or learn about. Oh, this new restaurant open and so a lot of information I receive uh, useful information I receive is from there uh, Trying to spend more time on Twitter which is dance mm-hmm. I think it's all good but mm-hmm. I need to back up from the web and get to if I'm going to write any books or articles and talks etc 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 so I think I have to get the blogger things
0: <laughs> yeah no that's a great idea I feel like I need that too I have no self control like, especially when I'm trying to procrastinate <laughs>
1: I will tell you, I did for what it's worth, or even for listeners. Yeah. So, when I came, up, when I went on hiatus, I had Facebook and Messenger and pages and groups all on my phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they, they have different things with groups. I could jump uh, on the phone in and out and just post a question or even respond to something. Uh, I wouldn't get all the notifications. I turned them up. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, and I, I could go in and out, right, without getting online or getting on the computer and getting sucked into the blue and white. Or the clouds, as Prince called.
2: It. Right, right.
1: Um, so, I, I when I came back from hiatus, I, I added back on groups and pages. I did not bring back Messenger, which is one of the things I know annoy, that annoys me most in life. Oh yeah. Uh, useful as it is, as yeah. well as uh, Facebook, um, the Facebook app proper, and mm-hmm. that definitely gave me a nice, uh, some nice space. Okay. Uh, so, um, and pages again, I have roles that I have to post stuff, but because of the way I, you can't get to too many things within pages, really you can post and check posts and reply. Uh, You can certainly look at uh, quite a bit of data around that, but I can't all of a sudden jump to my personal account and start surfing any sort of news feed as far as I know, etc. Just a really in and out and brief. That's uh, true. Which is nice, right? Yeah, we need that. uh, If if one has to manage, uh, which I do, and I actually enjoy overall. Uh, Same with groups that I, um, I'm an admin for, uh, although uh, with the group set, as well as a, a member of. I get a lot from those, and in some ways it's more focused, not necessarily filtered, than the news feed can be when uh, bad and even good things mm-hmm. happen in the yeah. world um, from there. Anyway. So, it's uh,
0: true. It's such a love-hate. I know. It's That <laughs> right. is as, as a true Scorpio. Um, with Facebook and and social media, because it's like, it's so great to bring us together, but it can be just such a time suck, you know, like when, if there's no um, boundaries around it, which again, there's Saturn, Neptune, Um, yeah, like it's, yeah, I guess it's like finding the right, um, finding the right balance, and yeah, and having like those, it's funny to have like the, the apps that block you, or like the, the time I think of so much as Saturn, like where you actually see how much time you've spent that maybe was unconscious online, you know, not done with intention or purpose, but just like losing time or avoiding something or, you know, kind of the unconscious Neptune again of getting sucked into whatever it is that you never had any intention of getting sucked into. And then you're like, oh, where did the day go? Oh, I didn't write that article again. Whoops, okay. So. <laughs>
1: I'm like, do I have to say (laughs) (laughs) that? I don't think these are new challenges. No. (laughs) I think this is very much about uh, the web, the internet, not to be confused with the computer right? that can be offline and you can be this amazing typewriter and repository of things to read and write and design, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, In fact, I was playing with that, but then my computer got uh, turning off, disconnecting my Wi-Fi, or not disconnecting, just turning it off, so I could only work locally, but then that got, the computer kind of revolted against that. So I, I stopped that, or seemed to revolt. But that was something I know I had a challenge with back in the AOL days, and dial-up and all of that, is sometimes I would just work locally and not dial in or connect or disconnect the modem before it was Wi-Fi and all these. Uh, yeah, it is now, it's, uh, pre-wireless, right? The old, the old days. First. Yes. Um, <laughs> I do want to say for myself, again, Saturn is in my... um, Your 7th. 7th, with the Neptune uh, uh, transiting, which is just clarity for listeners, maybe for myself, and (laughs) Neptune's in the 11th. I do find myself, and I'm wary of this, because Saturn is obviously in Sag, I feel myself called to voice more, Mm -hmm. and sort of to enter the... I'm cringing as I get this word out. The fray. <laughs> so I, I had an exchange last night with someone who he seems off politically from my point of view. Um, although we do agree on some things, definitely don't on others. And I engaged him on his page. Try to try to keep that melee and all of that off of my page it's just not really who I am as an energy in person overall Yeah, I am Aquarius though so I do like the right, the, the verbal debate or fight
0: yeah yeah of
1: course uh, I own up to that although I don't tend to do that on Facebook but I did last wow. night very uh, cautiously I'm not sh- it, it, it didn't end up as a mess which is right, sort of the mm-hmm. big fear for me but mm-hmm. I'm not sure that he was listening I kind of uh, was called to articulate myself differently and better right because writing is not speaking exactly
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: yeah. it for me um all to say though i feel myself more needing to engage and speak up and mm-hmm. i've uh some people see me as this kind of sag figure and i certainly have sag active on my chart among other other things um and I don't necessarily want to be silent, and I certainly yeah. don't want to be silence equals death uh, no, in an no. act-up sort of way, yeah. uh, which seems like it's resurging in its own right. Yep. Um, at the same time, I don't want to say something dumb. Son of, son of a Virgo. So it was interesting yesterday to say, uh, I think twice this week, a post on my page and just really speak, uh, I think more from the heart, I'm not sure, if I would say the soul, not yet. That That's, that's in the works.
2: Okay. Uh, I want
1: to do a piece about Um, or going back to my question and then kind of this whole conversation I think for me in part thank you again is yeah. You, I think I just heard you say you want to connect astrology uh, to different parts of your life and out loud and and professionally and probably also personally Mm -hmm. for me astrology and vegan uh, not really the most exciting story but I had this amazing spiritual it was almost two years but it certainly was more than a year and a half where things really did books literally flew off the shelves at me. Not in a poltergeist kind of way, but right. sort of a uh, close though.
0: Close. Yeah, yeah, like it's definitely like something hitting you on the head. Like wake up. Like
2: look at this.
1: Yep, and in many, many ways, uh, and, and there were other things. A uh, uh, fascinating, but I haven't learned how to tell it in the most uh, conjure. But I was called to move to Phoenix, in this very dramatic way of seeing sports uh, <laughs> sweatshirts and hats and such. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was a whole conversation I would say with goddess or universal cosmos, Mm -hmm. uh, and went, that was later into the year. And I did move to Phoenix and met some amazing people and amazing time and got deeper into tarot.
2: Cool. uh,
1: Astrology, but backing up uh, a little bit and briefly, I've been trying to pull together. And I think this is from the Saturn first dipping in the sag and then going back, how do I bring astrology and vegan into my life? Uh, personally and professionally, because to me they came to in my life in this whole spiritual period, 1993, 1994. Mm-hmm. And there were other esoteric things. All of it was about energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All of was about energy. Uh, what's coming into my system? What am I putting out? What am I participating in? Yada, yada. So I, I know that's been part of the need for me to speak about that and reflect on that and articulate that actually yeah i think right about when Sag dipped in that first time so a year a year ago or i guess almost two years a year and a half two years ago so that's been really interesting to see how these opportunities show up where i can bring some of the vegan into the astrology circles
2: uh,
1: and vice versa and even think about um, how i just want to outright combine them um, in other ways that I can share, right? They're combined for sure or intertwined or what have you within me. Yeah. How do I show that? Oh, all of this to say is I I, I wrote the, uh, a version of this piece, but now I need to go back and expand on it and change it to be more of a, a talk than a sort of mini chapter.
2: Okay. It
1: was in a vegan book about yeah. compassion and diversity um, from vegans as well as astrologers. who get very frustrated with, uh, let me go with the vegans first uh, for me part of the attraction and again these were all happening at the same time in life is me going vegan was about respecting the diversity of life capital l and nature capital n
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i'll put that there for people to unpack Great. and then Great. not necessarily then thank you consciously but more so now and I've done it too, right? Astrologers say I don't like this sign or kind of disparage uh, a couple signs or whatever. This happens a lot, I think. If we took data yes. <laughs> with Pi- Pisces and Scorpio again, yeah, yes. something I want to work on. Why are yeah. two or signs? And yeah. I have some suspicions there and some things. We'll mm-hmm. see uh, what I can do with that later. For me, one of the most important things I I learned from astrology early on is we have we each have right these two energies, right? The, the biology of it, I think I can say. Um, or that was my, that is my understanding. That's incorrect. But let's just say, right? We're from a mother and father, mm-hmm. and then physically, and then when I started studying astrology and reflecting on like how we choose, probably choose our family lines and these lineages, playing out patterns uh, on a, a bigger level, looking at charts, right, of dads, moms, kids, siblings, and so on, grandparents. We're all twelve. We we can touch and access all 12 signs, right? The moon is cranking through all of them, you know, every month, if you will, or every month, as mm, the yeah. the common word is. And yet I feel there's a way that we tend to, which I think is human, and astrologers are, are we might be guru, not gurus, but uh, guru-like or prophet-like on a good day. Right. Uh, maybe even a bad day going the other way. <laughs> I think there's a way, though, for, I know there's a way for me that I get very disturbed by this shutting of a sign or two or three yeah, and doing that in our work, right? And and this can show up in people's charts in particular planets and particular aspects, transits, progressions, and so on. And I feel like we need to own that. I don't think that's simple by any stretch. All 12 signs, all of these different ways of being alive. I think businesses are alive, even though they, and they aren't obviously these days only bricks and mortar. I mean, Facebook kind of is, but kind of isn't, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, started out as this very huge and very important in today's world virtual idea that the uh, Mark Zuckerberg and the rest weren't physical beings. Right. We're just humans elsewhere. Anyway, that's all to say I'm I'm interested in, pardon me, um, talking about compassion and diversity and embracing that. That's great. I think there's a way that we humans, and I definitely see it with us vegans and astrologers in these yeah. different ways, we fight um, or we struggle with we have differences, we have similarities, and of course astrology has all these amazing, right, we share the elements, yet we're different mo- modalities, we share you know, we're born in the same season, and yet a uh, different elements, different modalities, yet there are these ways we are similar, and we you know, humans, just humans, yeah. and different. Um, right. I think that's a very different way, though, or bad pun. That's a very, that's a, a jump from where we've been, most yeah. of us. we in the 20th century in this binary or binaries that we're so attached to, right? All these, and I'd say this intentionally, all these kids talking about uh, the spectrum um, in terms of sexuality and there are other spectrums right as far as how the brain or the personality but uh, I don't know enough about that that I want to mm-hmm. use that here
2: yeah.
1: But but everything is fluid now again back to this Saturn Neptune what mm-hmm. is the form what is the shape of this how will this be solid or how won't it be solid and that's just fine
0: yeah anyway those are yes. some sort of no I think that's a I think this is a great note to end on actually because it's it', it really is everything we've been talking about like how do you get how do you honor like compassionately but mindfully honor the the differences and the and and where we where we meet and realizing we have like if we use astrology as the analogy like we have all everything is in all of us we just a different combination of it you know
1: yes yes amen
0: yeah so and it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today i feel like it, on such a depressing day it's been such an uplifting um hour to spend with you so i'm really grateful that we had this time demetrius
1: thank you so much i'm glad to share this with you hope to speak more uh
0: yeah, offline
1: yeah. maybe podcast too yes it, it's hard times it's depressing
2: mm-hmm.
1: i think though we i know we have options and choices that we can change yeah and think now we have to i know for me i have to find the strength to identify those and to make those changes take those action steps
0: yes beautiful
1: well much love and peace to you we will connect again soon
0: yes wonderful so signing off (laughs) thanks for listening everyone bye bye